0: Oh, so much to go with there. Oh, now, l- l- we'll we'll leave the low-hanging fruit for a little later, okay? Mm-hmm. Let let's start with Laura. First of all, it is Welcome great back. to have Laura back. Right
1: on. That's not um, what I heard, but okay. Like I th- told Kyle earlier, what do you mean? It, I'm just not, kidding. You know, I'm I, just just I, I also you. got We're immediately offended. I was like, what do you mean?
2: What, <laughs> yeah. what do you mean you heard that you...
0: you I, I, I texted with her. I was like, you okay? You, you making it? You he did. He did. You know, Alex. I'm like, what do you mean? Alex filled in admirably. Did his best job, sure, right. for sure. He, he did, did a great, great job.
1: He did good. I listened. I was blowing you yeah, up great job.
0: Things. He did a great job. Alex did an excellent job. So, uh, but it is good to have you back. Thank Lindsay, you. Lindsay uh, is here as well. And look, Lindsay, I feel like... Lindsay wants to attack the low-hanging fruit, and I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there, <laughs> Lindsay, okay? Okay. I'm going to get there. I'm gonna get there. <laughs> don't blame I'm it on me. Wait, wait. I all over it. I, was no, like, no, I did no, not no. think I'm that, not that was sa- going to happen. I'm not blaming it on you. I don't okay. sound like Morales all of a sudden. Like, no, well, I'm like... just
3: saying I think we all think this is a collective chuckle, you know? It we're is. We all get a good it chuckle is. out of it.
0: It, it is. Well, it, it's something that Mason Ireland started. None of us started it, so we're just right. continuing their conversation. And- um, and plus, you...
3: listeners were tweeting about it, too, you
0: know, I just over made the weekend.
1: A, I just made an observation at and, Staples. That's and, it.
0: And, and and you were on that show when that comment was originally made. So we'll get to the low-hanging fruit in a second. But let's get to the Rams part of, uh, of Laura's weekend. Because mm-hmm. Chris is right, Laura. You sure as hell picked an interesting time uh, to, <laughs> to date the Rams. Uh, perhaps maybe a short uh, relationship because uh, hopefully I mean- <laughs> that isn't the uh, what the future holds as well.
1: I mean thanks Morales for taking one of my what you need to knows <laughs> but um yeah I mean look I got I got the gear about a week and a half ago it was lost it finally came in yesterday and a lot of people have been taking shots because they're like oh you decided to date the rams now that they're doing good and i said "Mm." so when i got the gear i got it after they had lost and i wore it to disneyland so i am committed to this dating relationship you know things happen people break up but right now i am committed so i don't want my commitment when did
2: you go to disneyland yesterday
1: In the night after the game. Wow, that's a commitment right there. I had a really good weekend because I don't have weekends off, and I took advantage of me having a weekend off. Wow,
2: way to go. Mm -hmm. Man, by the time that game was over yesterday, I was done, man. I was toast. I was like, okay, give me like a 30 to 40-minute break in the action, and then I'm going right into my boyfriend, Tom Brady, when he takes his Buccaneers (laughs) back to New England. So, wow, I got to applaud that. I would have had no juice for Disneyland last night.
1: Oh, no, man, I was – Look, I was like, the game is early. It is a beautiful day. It is a Love little perfect. hot. We need mm-hmm. to go get some exercise. So me and my friends said, one of my friends is a huge Patriots fan and a huge Brady fan. So he was on his phone the entire time we were in Disneyland. I understand that. Mm-hmm. I get but that. But it was it was fun. I had a good time. And you know what? Like I said, I am committed to dating this team. I don't okay. know how long it's going to last because, okay. you know, things yeah. happen. But yeah. right now I'm yeah. committed. Yeah.
0: First first date didn't go as well as uh, you would think. That's for sure. So there you go.
2: Well, the good news is you're not going to blame it on one person, just like you're not going to give all the credit to one person. No one's going to blame Matthew Stafford by himself. No one's going to blame Sony Michelle. No one's going to blame Aaron Donald exclusively. No one's going to blame Sean McVay as the only reason. But I'll tell you this right now, George, um, we can blame everybody because yesterday sometimes you have a complete team win and other times like yesterday you have a complete team loss and so that game yesterday on the rams credit to arizona they're probably better than most of us realize because i hadn't watched a full complete arizona game but uh, listen the rams as they break down the film everybody. Wait, Coach, wait, wait you're you going into like full breakdown mode. Like, oh, no, I'm are not you, going to full break. Do you have like football uh, Tourette's? We no. haven't even gotten to the low um, hanging oh, no. fruit yet. No,
0: just global, just global 30,000. I mean, foot for view. the love, of, that was not global. That was That's like, you were global. starting to give me like breakdown. Like, no, why, no can breakdown. you not help yourself on a Monday? Mm, like we have a three hard. hour show. It, it
2: is hard mm-hmm. because I'm very excited about today's show. We have mm-hmm. so much stuff to get to from the time we went off the air on Friday night to the time we get on the air on Monday afternoon. There is so much that has happened. So, yes, I'm very, very excited. Now, back to low-hanging fruit. Back to you, George.
0: <laughs> I mean, for the love of God. Lindsey, am I wrong here? Like, he was starting – if I would have let him go,
3: he would have gone into, like, a full-fledged breakdown. Not yet. Like, completely would have just – He's going to start to get the meat sweats if no, you no. can't talk football. Like, no, no, within no, no. the it's- first two minutes of starting the show. Let me I tell mean, you something. for the um, love
2: of God. No, no, hold on. Here's the thing. I want to go into a full breakdown – I want to get real specific about why this team lost. But globally speaking, coach, quarterback, running back, defense, everybody. Everybody is to blame. You still yeah. are doing it. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying I'm just giving you an overview.
3: <laughs> if that, was overview. Your to, that was your cue to be like, okay, I'll wait. I'll yeah, hang out. Now,
2: now back to low-hanging fruit. Let's go.
0: I mean, for the love of God, the people love the drama between the shows. And you want to sit here. We have three hours to talk about that.
2: I know, but I got a lot of other stuff on my mind today too. Like what? Well, uh, let's see. The Dodgers and the situation they find themselves oh, okay, in. No, right if now. it's
0: more sports, then hold on.
2: Okay, oh, like right. se- seriously. My weekend, <laughs> my weekend rendezvous with Pearl Jam. Me and Eddie Vedder all the, the, weekend the, the, long. That I prefer to
0: hear about at the moment, but we can wait on that now too. You
2: that... and your children, and and
0: you have. Yeah, we'll to play get to that too. Of that? We got These three are all hours. things that I'm interested in today. But let's focus on the chronological order of what happened in the open, right? <laughs> go Which ahead, is. Go ahead. The fact that Laura was at the Lakers game yesterday, okay? And apparently there's a thing going on with the Jumbotron, right? Because for many, many years, Mason and Ireland have been the show there. Now, I have been on the Jumbotron before when it was um, when I was doing the afternoon show before or when I was with Keyshawn and LZ in the morning or whatever. Like, they, they rotate through the shows. But, Laura, you're saying that there wasn't a rotation uh, of, of shows yesterday,
1: No, the only thing I saw that had any show, anything for 710 ESPN was you guys. So I only saw Sedano and Cap, Advertisement, Front and Center, Staples Center. That's all I saw. So I might have missed it because, you know, your girl went and got a drink or two. But... My friend stayed in the seats and they didn't see anything either. So, and Ramona tweeted that she didn't see anything either. So, And she saying. was at
0: the game as well yesterday. Mm-hmm. I did speak to her. I got confirmation. I have t- I have a real journalist here. I have two sources. I have Laura and Ramona as mm-hmm. sources that that's the case. Now, Lindsay, I would imagine is, that this is the reason Steve Mason took the day off today because it uh, has to ask. be. Yeah, because it has to be. This right. was being discussed and bannied about on social media yesterday.
3: Oh yeah. I mean, I got a lot of tweets about it. Because back when I was still producing Mason in Ireland, you know, Mason was very upset at the fact that he went to the Rams preseason game and only saw Travis and Sliwa advertised on the scoreboard there. No Mason in Ireland. So now, now he's like, but don't worry, because even Ireland said, don't worry, we're on the scoreboard at Staples Center for the Lakers game. So it's no big deal. And Mason was like, okay, okay, I guess so. Now,
1: now that he's not there. I didn't see him there. So,
0: oh, boy. Oh, boy.
1: I love you, Mays. Though hey, I love you. Hey, let me say one other quick thing
2: about this, and that is, you know, for everybody that busts my chops about my pointing and tells me I look like a cheesy Vegas magician, you, you do. Know?
0: I mean, it does look like it's Six actually five. the perfect description. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like so honestly, yeah. so uh, on the Levitard show, they do they do this game, and there's actually a Twitter account that's attached to it that has like a hundred thousand Twitter followers. That it's just who he looked like, mm-hmm. um, and that that would be you. Scott Kaplan looks like. Uh, the the magician at in downtown Las Vegas
2: right no like like this is not, not like this the is strip not, but like right, downtown right this is not Caesars this is not the MGM yeah okay this is not some really you know top top of the, this is like me I'm the magician at like the Hooters hotel or like slotzo fun you know what I'm saying like yeah. it definitely is not the yeah. you know the upper echelon and this is not uh, like the
0: golden nugget
2: yeah I mean you know like like a place like that yeah and so here's the thing
0: but you would kill at the Golden Nugget as a oh. magician based on this look that you've got.
2: Not only would I destroy, but moreover, let me just say one thing about this yes. photo. Everybody has said to me, Kaplan, it is time for you to change this photo, the black shirt, the cheesy point, the ridiculous Jufro that you were rocking at the time. I'm telling everybody right now, that picture of that point gets more feedback. Not all good. In fact, let me say, very little good. However, that picture gets more positive feedback even though like i said it's not that good i'm keeping it i'm sticking with the point i like the point george has his arms crossed kind of leaned back in his sport jacket i got the point i'm staying with the cheesy magician look
3: you're like with the whole no no press is bad press even though that your comments on it are negative you think that the fact that it gets a lot of attention is why you're gonna stick with it correct
2: correct George
0: any suggestion here from you I, I think you should rock with it the fact that it is a conversation piece I'm with you I, I yeah. actually agree with you for once
3: I just want you guys to know that that was part of my uh one of my bargaining chips when when Amanda asked me to produce the show I said only if Scott Kaplan changes his photo
2: Mhm but now that You're you like see how your station how many headshot you know on, Yeah well okay Well but listen I, I do want to go back to what George said though which is this Is it conceivable that yesterday, when Laura posted this picture from inside Staples Center, George, you, you called it a Laker game, I, kind of more of like a practice scrimmage, but nonetheless, hey. um, I just would ask this question. Is that why a guy like Mace, God love him. Mace, I hope you're doing well today. I hope everything's going great. But is that the reason why he says, you know what? Screw it. I'm not coming in today. I got I Travis mean, and Sliwa on a scoreboard and outside all over SoFi Stadium. I got sedano and kaplan on the scoreboard at, at staples center and wait a second we've been here 16 years we've been the anchor to this radio station is that what's going on here today
0: george i mean he might be sick too but i think it could be both he could be sick to his stomach because of that and also sick because he's actually sick
2: do people get sick anymore i didn't think anybody ever got sick anymore. well apparently Steve Mason does,
0: so there you go yeah. i mean he sounded awful on thursday did you hear him
2: You know what? As a matter of fact, I did. Come to think of it, I did hear Ireland saying to him, Mace, you don't sound as bad as you think you do. And Mason would say something like, thank you very much, John.
3: I'm sure that he probably didn't do his voice any favors when he was screaming at the Rams game all day Sunday.
0: Right. There you go. Now I think we figured out the Steve Mm -hmm. Mason caper here. Is Mm -hmm. that he was sick, then he went to the Rams game, which probably wasn't ideal, Um, and then the whole thing with the jumbotron – because one thing is Laura to post. Another thing is Ramona to post right, it with like right. 400,000 500,000 Twitter followers. Mm-hmm. That, that's not good. That's not good for the uh, Mason <laughs> and Ireland brand is what I would say. That
2: is not good at yeah. all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Right.
0: So, so I think it's just a combination of all those things, to be frank with you. Yeah. Uh, But look, look, my guess is during the season, there will be a rotation of all the shows. No need Mm. to be alarmed or freaked out or Mm. anything like that. I'm just saying. Mm. What are you saying, Laura? What's wrong?
1: I don't know. Maybe you guys are there to stay. Just you guys. Why not?
0: I mean, I don't know. I mean, my voice
1: is gone kind of too because I went to the Dodger game on Saturday and then I went to the Laker game and I was screaming at Disneyland and a lot of screaming this weekend. But you showed up to work. Yeah. I mean, I've also been gone for a week.
0: <laughs> well, but that's true. But you still—I mean, so what? Mason has gone. Mason takes like two weeks vacation and then misses a day, like three days later. What are we talking uh, about here? That I is true. Know well, who we're talking about?
2: <laughs> right. I too was worried though because on Saturday night, now after Pearl Jam rocked with me for about two and a half hours on Friday night, on Saturday night, I found myself even flow, and I was just screaming at the top of my lungs, you know. And my girlfriend's looking at me and she goes, "You're like the only person that I can hear singing." <laughs> and I'm like, what are you what are you talking about? There's ten thousand others and we're all singing every in fact, Eddie is taking the microphone and he's putting it out to the audience and we're all singing every word. What do you mean I'm the only person you can hear singing?
0: No, you you're probably that person. I like Rachel. I don't Better? even I don't even know her and I like her.
2: Well you can, need can to meet get her. A quick we need Eddie to Eddie
3: Vetter impression of how you actually sang oh, it. God, here we go.
2: Well, you know, if I don't know the words, I just go, huh eh, ha. ha. Honey, hi, hi,
0: hi, hi. But you have to know even flow. Come on. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, dude. I know them all. I was rocking out this weekend, man. Rocking out. Oh, well, there you go. And I want to say to all the 710 listeners mm-hmm. who stopped by, who yeah. caught it, because people like were coming, they're like, yo, man, um, yo, I was seeing you on Twitter, I was seeing you on Instagram, I heard you talking about this on Friday, you know, love the show, big fan of you and Sedano and the whole crew. I'm like, great. I have met a lot of 710 listeners this weekend at Doheny State Beach for this Ohana Fest. So nice. glad to meet everybody and see everybody.
0: Nice, nice. And then, you know, they got to see you go, hee ho ho sound oh, like you're constipated.
2: <laughs> well, uh, may sound that way, may have been that yeah. way. I'm not really Uh-oh. sure, but I can tell you it was a great weekend.
0: Well, Laura has an update on uh, Scoreboard Gate, on mm. Jumbotron Uh-oh. Gate. What do you have? Uh-oh.
1: Yeah, so somebody tweeted at us saying that they were there, Eric, Steven, G, and yeah, Sedano, and the realtor Cap were the only ones on the jumbotron. Oh, yeah. did he
2: say the that- realtor?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Well, I think, said that I think you look like a realtor, I
2: don't right? Know why rather than would... looking like a magician. I like, prefer like,
1: magician I, to be
2: honest. Yeah, but like if I'm pointing at you, like I can sell your house faster than anybody. And I yeah. can point my finger at you, you know. Or how about this? If they, do, if it doesn't sell, I'll buy it from you for cash. There you know, you like go. I should have something like that. Yeah,
0: yeah, that works. All right, coming up next. Now I'll let you geek out on football. You ready? Are you relaxed now? <laughs> I mean, geez, just loosen up a little bit, you know. work am excited, the open. man. Work I'm the open. Work the open. We also, you know, Laura's back. All four of us are back together. Like, just kind of relax. Let's get, let's work the open. All right, we work the open. Now we'll get into the Rams, whether, you know, People need to be freaking out or not? It's just such an overreaction Monday. Good Lord! And this plays perfectly into that. So we'll get to that in a moment. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg. Letting you know, ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official
2: sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to one thousand dollars in bonus. Bets. If your first bet doesn't win, download ESPN Bet today. What a play!
4: Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
0: As Laura likes to say, we're getting real Mexican in here.
1: Yeah, we are. It's National Taco Day, so you know it
0: is. Is it? But na- National Taco Day on a Monday seems weird. Seems like it's the wrong day, right?
1: Should That's because every
3: it's a Tuesday,
1: yeah. every yeah. Tuesday is Taco yeah. Tuesday, right? That's true. So you celebrate well, it today, and you lean—you know—you let it linger till tomorrow.
0: You get yeah, to double up.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Last week was National Sunday, National Daughter Day. Every day is National Son and Daughter Day when you're I a mean, parent.
1: You're like—I
0: <laughs> mean—you're complaining about like.
2: No, I'm not complaining. That. I'm just saying that some of these national days are ridiculous. You know what I'm saying?
1: But I like this one.
0: Okay, what's more ridiculous? Mm-hmm. N- having all these national days, or hearing a grown man saying the word "ridic."
2: Depends. Depends. It's the latter for sure. Uh-huh. Oh, for really? Yeah. Is it? Definitely the. <laughs> <ladder>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your B. That's my B. My B. <laughs>
0: <laughs> for the love of God! Oh, oh. God! Oh my like. goodness! All right, oh, Let, let's let's dive into what you want. Let's go. I know you're ready. I know you've got notes. Uh, you know, you don't have to give me 17 plays in the first quarter to get to the play that mattered the most. But okay. give me the moment that you that you watched. Yesterday in that Rams game, as they were literally getting blown out late in the, you know, as that game progressed. Right. Uh, that stood out to you the most that you said, mm, not their day today.
2: I am so glad that you have asked me that question. Thank you for the setup. Here goes. You ready? Mm-hmm. There's 623 to play in the third quarter. It's fourth and four. The Rams have the ball on the Arizona 27-yard line. You're down 27-13. to Let me. Yeah. Again, George, I want you to tell me what to do here. You ready? You're the coach of the Rams. Yeah. You're down 27-13. It's fourth and four. There's six minutes and change to go in the third quarter. The ball's on the 27-yard line. What do you do? I go for it. So do I. There is where the game is lost because of the decision that Sean McVay made. Now, he made the decision, and had had Matt Gay, I almost called him Ben, had he made the field goal, You might say, well, you're wrong, because had he made the field goal, then the score would have been 27-16. And now you're down by 11 points. Guys, when you're down by 14 points, in particular at home, against a really good team who's got a quarterback that you can't stop, not just throwing the ball. You remember earlier in the game, George? Third and 16
0: yeah, he ran, ran for in it.
2: Sixteen. He ran for They had for a the spy on count. him, and he
0: couldn't keep up with him. Yeah.
2: So, so when you have a quarterback that you can't stop on the ground or through the air, and you're down 14 points with six minutes to play in the third quarter, and you've driven the ball down to the opponent's 27 yard line, and it's fourth and four, that's why you got Matthew Stafford. That's why you have this really good receiving core, because you feel like on fourth and four, I'll take my chances and go for it. Because what does being down by 11 points mean? versus being down by 14 points mean. So here's what happens. They decide to kick the field goal. Gay misses a 46-yard field goal. By the way, they have a lot of trust in him, and he'd been perfect on field goals up until that point this season. But a 46-yarder, even indoors, no gimme. It's a 75 to 85% chance, but no gimme. They miss the field goal. The score is 27-13. Arizona gets the ball back. Nine plays, 64 yards, five minutes, score, 34-13, game, set, match. If you didn't watch the fourth quarter yesterday, you didn't miss anything. The game was over at that exact moment, 6:23 to go in the third quarter, game, set, match.
0: Yeah, s- the second and third quarter was a complete disaster, just like a complete disaster for the Rams. And, and look, I-, I don't know if this was one of those, like, hey, we just beat the Bucks. we're fired up, right? We've owned the Cardinals, we can sleepwalk through this one. Or if there are real problems here. Now, again, we won't know that until, unfortunately, they get another loss, perhaps, on their hands here over the next couple of weeks. But it could be just as simple as, hey, the Cardinals are really good, and Kyler Murray has grown and gotten better. They can put pressure on the quarterback, and, uh, you know, The Rams might have uh, slept through this one and, and they shouldn't have slept.
2: Perhaps, or we might want to look at it like, okay, they got through the Bears, not a very good football team. They got through the Colts, not a very good football team. They had Tampa Bay on their home field, a good football team who they destroyed, and now they've come back to some form of reality. Now, look, I don't know the answer today, which is why I always pump the brake on the hype early, and it's why I don't hit the accelerator when a team just loses because we're not sure yet. We're only four games in. But, George, don't you think that from a run defense standpoint, that look, Stafford threw an interception. Big deal. They happened. Sonny Michelle had a fumble. So what? It happens. McVeigh made a bad decision. In fact, I would call it the wrong decision, and he's going to make others. But what I'm most concerned about yesterday is the run defense. What happened to the Rams' run defense. And we can talk about 3rd and 16 all we, all we want to. Kyler Murray's an exceptionally fast, gifted runner with the football in his hands. That's not the one that really has me so concerned, even though it's on 3rd and 16. You've got to get off the field. The one that really had me concerned was this one. It's 3rd and 7, 1035 to play in the fourth quarter. 3rd and 7. You're down 37-13 at this point. On third and seven with Arizona on their own four yard line. This kid Edmonds, this running back from Arizona, ripped Chase a Edmonds. 54 yard run. Yeah. 54 yards on third and seven. You've got them back on their heels. You've got them in a third and long situation. This isn't Murray scrambling for four or, five or seven yards, this is right through the gut of the defense for 54 yards. Me, personally, all the other stuff that went wrong, my biggest concern is the Rams' run defense. What do you think?
0: Um, I would say the Rams' run defense is a concern. I would say that, that specifically, um, if you want to dive into the defense and the issues they're having, that's absolutely the thing that I would point to. But, again, I do think that this was also one of those moments where you're facing a guy in Kyler Murray who's getting to the peak of his powers, And he absolutely is just thriving, right? Like Aaron Donald was in the backfield multiple times in that game. And Kyler Murray just escaped. By the way, 96% of all the other quarterbacks get swallowed up in that situation. But Kyler Murray is special. And when, you know, we were talking about this last week, you and I, how the coaches during these conference calls talk up players, and it's usually like, flattery just for the sake of flattery i mean mcveigh really poured it on thick about murray and how great he is i i don't know if he was just pouring it on i think he might have just been really honest at how much better kyler murray has gotten
2: he really looked great yesterday and when you look at the passing first take a look at the efficiency 24 of 32 268 yards two scores no interceptions he was actually sacked three times okay but he did take off Six times for 39 yards. But when you've got a running attack, this guy Chase Edmonds, you got to realize this, this is not a first round draft choice who played at Penn State. This isn't a, a first round draft choice who played at USC. This is like a fourth round draft choice who played his small college football at a school called Fordham in New York. 12 mm. carries, 120 yards. Granted, one of them was on a 54 yard run. But can you imagine any running back in the NFL averaging 10 yards per carry? Versus the Rams' run defense?
0: Yeah, it's insane. No, it was insane. It was a terrible game. They've got a lot. Now, look, they've been a little sloppy in some of these games. Uh, Even Obviously, the ones they've won. This is one of those wake-up calls. We'll see how they react to this stuff. But I don't think there's a reason to panic, though.
2: No, you're right. I agree with you. I don't think there's a reason to panic. But think about this. You ready? They play yesterday. They get smoked. Not only did you lose, but you lose a division game at home that hurts bad but now after losing a game at home inside the division you're on the road with a short week again inside the division so give seattle some credit who yesterday looked really solid not great not super bowl champion great but they looked solid in a win against san francisco now seattle comes home and seattle's thinking well we have to win division games at home here come the rams rams on a short week after getting destroyed by arizona If the Rams go to Seattle and win, we'll all be overreacting on Friday that they're the number one team in the NFL. If they lose in Seattle on Thursday, all of a sudden, we're going to be thinking about, well, did we overrate the Rams too early?
0: Yeah, again, a long ways to go till then, though, I would say. But coming up next, Raiders Chargers tonight at SoFi. Are the Chargers ready to break through? We'll get to that coming up in three minutes.
4: it was green and good the playmaking splash shifted the tempo another great cocktail from the hypnotic team every season is hypnotic and tequila season hypnotic liqueur bardstown kentucky 17 percent alcohol by volume hypnotic reminds you to think wisely drink wisely
0: oh they got uh monday night countdown has randy's donuts on set right now with randy moss that's pretty awesome. <laughs> those are giant donuts. Bro. Those, <laughs> those are, huge, are so huge donuts, bro. Right. Steve Young <laughs> is downing those things right now. Right.
2: Man, oh man. Yeah. Steve Young could put that on his head and wear it as a hat for real. Those it's donuts huge. are monster.
0: Yeah. It it is absolutely huge. Now, look. We're going to get into the Raiders here in a second, okay? Um and we're going to get to the Chargers here in a second. But let me ask you this, Lindsay. How How much do you hate that we do a gambling segment right now?
3: I mean, I don't hate it. And like, I've done them a lot. Like the last, you know, few jobs that I've had, like I did the, you know, when I worked at Yahoo, when they did the the college podcast, they did a thing every week where they did a specific episode every week, just based on gambling and the spread and the picks and I still, to this day, can't figure out, like, I'm really bad at math, and I just don't understand the terminology. So it's very frustrating because I don't so, get So uh, l- let's I use tonight's you, game
0: as an example, right? The Chargers are three-point favorites at home here at SoFi. So if you bet on the Chargers, they have to win by four or more. That's it. Like, that's the bet. And if the Chargers don't win by four or more, the Raiders bet wins. It's that simple. Well,
3: no one's eight. ever put it to me as simply as that. Where yeah. you say, "Okay, if it's the minus, that team has to win by that many points."
0: By more, no by more than that, many points. Way to yeah. explain okay. it. By
3: more. Okay, way to put it into that, regular that's English. That's a good it's way. Yeah, good. yeah. I've never yeah. Heard Because if you, it
0: to if case. it's three, like let's say the game ends, Chargers 27-24, It's a three-point spread. It's a push. Right. Nobody wins. Nobody loses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, good but for the, if you want to bet the Chargers tonight, if the line is three, they got to win by four for you to win that Chargers bet. If they don't win by four and you bet the Raiders, you're good. You win the Raiders bet. You just win the Raiders side. That's all it is. It's that simple. Did you get it, Linz?
3: Yeah, I think I get it now. Well, now that you've explained no. it to me, I can't believe in all these years no one's ever said it that easily. Like it always I mean, is such mm-hmm. a convoluted explanation.
0: What it's kind of convoluted simple. explanation could someone give you about that? That's like
3: I don't know. know. Uh, enough for me to not really get it.
1: By now. for me to, enough for me to have to continue to ask. <laughs> I get her. That was well, me. Know, I get listen. her. Like that was me. I was like, can you guys just put it in simple terms? Every time we did picks against the spread, I was like. But why didn't I win? The team I chose won. And then Sedano's like, because they didn't cut I was like, they have Okay, to win bring by it bring it down to number. my level. And then he just broke it down exactly. I'm like, oh. Well,
2: I was like, not hmm. everybody gambles, you know. Listen, I'm not a gambler, okay? I don't gamble on football games. Same. But but here's the I thing. I gamble,
3: but I play craps.
2: Well, I'm saying I, I gamble. <laughs> I like to bet on horse racing. I don't necessarily bet on football games. But just keep it really simple though. But you don't put money no, down. The, oh, Know the over under, so the minus and the plus, and 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 I always like to say the over under is is the bet that I like because it just seems like you you can figure it out. Like in tonight's game, George, you know what the over under is in tonight's game? By chance?
0: I have not. I have not looked. At okay,
2: it. I I can look it up. It it'll be in the fifties, I'm guessing. So the question is, do you think that the two teams combined will score more? So you'll take the over. Yes, I know that. I know that okay, stuff. Okay, so pretty easy,
3: right? I gamble. I gamble a lot in Vegas. Like I bet on. Like UFC fights, I bet on like over unders and, but I, and like the favorites, like betting on the favorite to win. But like, you know, for Marsh Madness and stuff, when it's like plus 330, like, you know, the favorites win the game. Okay, that's the money
2: line. Okay, but that's the money line. And I I would explain to you the money line if I were capable of doing it. The money line is very
0: easy. You're basically wagering a certain, you're basically wagering odds for just the team to win. So you yeah. know what I'm saying? That like, one, that's I get. It. But
3: yeah. the spread this is, is confusing. But but, wait, it, but it's just
0: it's just a win or a loss, right? Like oh, the, you pick one side, but you have to you have to lay um, money, heavy money on the favorite, or heavier money on the favorite, and you don't have to lay any heavy money on the uh, on the underdog. In that, spot. you want to know?
2: Let me tell you something. Tonight's game, okay. The Raiders tonight are plus 145 on the money line. Right. And the Chargers are minus 170 on the money line. Right. So if you bet
0: 100, you're going to win 145.
2: Right. And if you bet 100, you're going to win 100. Or if you bet 170, you're going to win 100. Correct. Right? Okay. Yeah. And then the over-under in tonight's game is 51 and a half. Yeah. Okay. And then obviously we've talked about how the Chargers are three-point favorites. So that means, Lindsay, they're giving three points. There's a great app, by the way, for anybody that's like me, Lindsay, Uh, Laura, who doesn't really, really know the gambling side of all of this, there's a great app called UDA, U-D-D-A, and you download it and you can play all the lines on all the games and it's all free. So it's not like you have to put money in or spend money. It's just like like you're practicing. It's as if you're playing but without real money. And so for me, that's kind of a fun thing to do because I'm not going to lose but I'm not going to win. Yeah. But it's nice to Well there's a lot of, of apps like it. that.
0: Um Action Network has that where you can just you can just pick games, you know, in every sport. Yeah, and they keep track of it for you and you have yeah, like and they break it down by sport and all that. Yeah, yeah there's good. a bunch of spots like that. It's good. Um so he- here's the deal. Um I, I I just feel like it is the way it's going to go like I'm surprised that there's not legal sports gambling in California. Yet, oh, considering- it's George.
2: It's coming. The, the election is, I want to say, November of 22 or check me. It could be November of 23. But the election in the state of California is going to happen within the next again, because I don't have it uh, committed to memory. It's a year or two years. It is happening. We will have sports wagering in the state of California. Or at least it'll go on the ballot. And in all likelihood, uh, it'll go over. And yeah, we'll have legal sports wagering in the state of California before you even know it.
0: Well, I hope so. Um, all right. So l- let's get to this Chargers thing. Lindsay, you asked the question to me before the show. Are the Chargers the Clippers of the NFL? And they are, in a lot of ways, because they don't have um a history of winning. They've had some 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 great seasons, not culminating in a championship, but they've they've kind of come up short and they also are in a situation where they're displaced from San Diego, so there's a lot of parallels there. I don't think there's any question about that right. Cap, cap, right? Is it fair. Yeah, to say? I mean, I
2: think I think the, when the Clippers left San Diego and went to L.A., it wasn't like they were like L.A. was like, you know what we really need? We need an NBA team. Ooh, awesome! The Clippers showed up. L.A. already had the Lakers, so nobody wanted the Clippers, and and it's the exact same situation with the Chargers. Anybody who was a football fan in L.A., even when there was no NFL in L.A everybody considered the Chargers property of San Diego. And if you were an LA fan, you might find yourself driving down to San Diego on a weekend, which many people did because they wanted to support the Chargers. But when they moved to LA, the Rams were already there and the Rams were the team that had spent 20 something years in St. Louis, but came home. So the Chargers moved into town. Nobody wanted them. There are a lot of parallels to the emotion of the Clippers and the chargers they are the same franchise on the local sports market to to fans i mean nationally i don't think it's like that per se but locally it sure is
0: well yeah do you i mean i i don't know they're kind of a, a you know a team without a country basically right or like you know what i mean in some ways like um because if they are that way locally i don't think there's like a huge clamoring for you know, Chargers content nationally either. No, nope, there
2: is you. not. And, I mean, Justin it's, Herbert,
0: it's, people are, are fawning over and rightfully so, you know?
2: Yeah, right. Yeah, he's a good player. He's a good-looking young guy. He's, on, he's you know, already starting to show up in a bunch of TV commercials. Yeah. But it's, it's not like uh, – I'll give you an example. When Eli Manning told the Chargers, this is a long time ago, when they were in San Diego, I will not play for you guys. He went to New York and he had the Madison Avenue New York Giants. He's a, he's a guy who's marketable. Um, Peyton's little brother, you know, dad is football royalty, et cetera, et cetera. But, but you're in New York. Um, uh, he did not want to play for the chargers in San Diego and arguably Philip rivers had the better statistical career. It doesn't come with two super bowls like Eli Manning, but Phillip rivers wasn't marketable the way Eli Manning was. So the assumption is, is that now that the chargers call LA home, that their quarterback is going to be marketable. Well, he may, or he may not be. I mean, I guess if you're a fantasy football player, you like Justin Herbert, but he's not a huge star per se.
0: Oh, I mean, he's gonna be though.
2: Could be, might be.
0: I mean, might no, I, I mean, you think could be, might be. Yeah, I think he is. Like, I, well, I think I'm sa-
2: what I'm saying is, is that you know, you can put up great stats, and and if your team isn't winning, um, what kind of star are you? You know, I mean, winning leads to marketability, in my opinion.
0: Uh, you know, keep... sure. But, I mean, I, I think he's kind of doing uh, – he's doing a pretty good job on his own already. Doing a great you know job. I mean?
2: Doing a great job. I mean, he, he stepped in last year when it was unexpected for him to play. He put up a monster rookie season. Like I said, he's a good He put up the guy. best rookie
0: season of anyone historically. He put through more yeah. touchdowns and more, for more yardage than anybody in the history of the sport. <laughs> and so that, like that's a pretty good got, place to start.
2: Yeah, no, it was a great place to start. Plus, not to mention, he is part of the L.A. sports market. Now, this gets back to the beginning of the conversation. Are the Chargers – are they an impactful part of the
0: LA sports market? Okay, let, let, let's get into that further on the other side and let's tackle the Raiders aspect of this equation because it's going to be a blackout there at SoFi today. By the way, 710 ESPN is the only station giving you a chance to win $1 million. Not a national contest. It's us literally giving you a chance to win a million bucks. Listen every Monday today to play Million Dollar Mondays, which is still today. Be listening around 530 today for your chance to play. The first person to answer our Sedano and Cap Trivia question correctly will win Rams-Lions tickets at SoFi for uh, the game this Sunday uh, coming up here next Sunday four pack of passes to our private VIP tour of the stadium uh, on October 7th. Uh, You can challenge capital to a field goal kicking contest plus a chance to win a million dollars by predicting the correct teams and final score of Super Bowl 56. So if, if you get our trivia question, right, boom, you win the tickets. Okay. And the passes and all that stuff. Then you get a chance to predict The teams in the Super Bowl and the final score. And in February, if you're the person that nails that, you're going to win a million bucks. So be sure to listen around 530 today for your chance to call in and play. All right, we're back in two and a half minutes.
4: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition.
2: Hall's the lead singer with the long, flowy, blonde hair on the keyboards. Right. And Oates is really the band leader on the guitar who's a really good backup vocalist. Hall yeah. and
0: Oates. Yeah. see what I'm saying? Excellent. I think the... Um, I mean, they had 11 studio albums by 1982. is pretty impressive. They were as big a hit as anything in the 80s. Like, just wild.
2: Yeah, and then like, they, when they went from, like, making, like, really great songs to making, like, poppy video songs for MTV... Yeah. Those and were good, too. They became even bigger. Yeah. Yeah. I like Hall & Big fan. Saw them a few years ago in concert. Loved them. They were great. You did? Yeah.
0: And were they yeah. were good still? They were great.
2: They were, Dude, I'm telling you, they were great. I love this genre now that we call it yacht rock, you know?
0: And yeah. Hall and Hall & falls It's Oates a channel kind of right, right on uh, yeah. SiriusXM, yeah. Right.
2: Kind of falls into that yacht rock kind of group. So, yeah, big fan. Love them.
0: So you asked a question about the Chargers before we dive into the Raiders. We are obviously tonight's game at 515 on ESPN television. You were asking me a question about the Chargers and their future. Go ahead.
2: Well, I was saying to you, you know, they have not been impactful. You, you were saying that Justin Herbert is a star. Yes, he is. He's a guy who was a first round draft choice who got thrown into the middle of the action unexpectedly when the Chargers team doctors hurt Tyrod Taylor by giving him a shot in his, in his rib cage. Couldn't play. Herbert busts onto the scene. Herbert has a monster rookie year, a, a, a statistical year that no other rookie quarterback has ever had. Great start to his career. To the point where, as a good-looking guy, playing for a team based in Los Angeles, even though not really, I would say, impactful in the L.A. sports market, He's already getting television commercials, so he's becoming a star. The question is, how impactful are they? And already I'm watching the Monday Night Football pregame show on ESPN, and they used the same stat that you and I used last week, George, which was Vivid Seats estimates that tonight's crowd at SoFi Stadium will be 74% Raider fans versus 26%. And I wouldn't even say 26% Charger fans. I would say 74% Raider fans? Twenty-six percent other people at the stadium, because not everybody else is a Charger fan. A lot of people are like, "Hey, cool! I got tickets, or I want to go see the stadium, or." There's well, a big I'll, I'll give you an example,
0: game. right? So, our pal Mike Trudell and I were texting earlier, and uh, you know, everyone's favorite sideline reporter, and um, he's going to the game. Now, he's and he's not a, a fan of fan? the Chargers or the Raiders. No, he grew Rodgers up in Minnesota. An event. Yeah. yeah, it's an event. Yeah,
2: big event tonight. Monday Night Football comes to SoFi Stadium, and uh, if you're a sports fan in town, whether you like the Raiders or the Chargers or neither, it's still an event. Like, hey, Monday Night Football is here in the greatest stadium on the planet with the entire world watching. You know what? That's something I'd like to be at. So you don't have to be a fan of one or the other to go. But do you think thus far, and George, you and I have been having this conversation for many, many years. Uh, When I was in San Diego and you were on in L.A., I would call you and I'd say, George, are you spending a lot of time on the air talking about the Chargers? And as I recall, you would say, "Mm, zero. Not much. Very little. Right. Now, tonight's different. It's Monday Night Football, and it's the Raiders. If the Chargers were playing tonight against the Cincinnati Bengals, this would not be the event that it is. If they were playing against the Cleveland Browns, who they're playing against this upcoming Sunday, it would not be the event that it is. It's the Raiders, in my opinion, that make tonight's game
0: the event that it is what do you say oh absolutely i don't, well look i would say it's this i i would say it's the raiders because the raiders are good for the first time in a long time right i think that there is a lot of fanfare behind that and deservedly so the raiders are one of the blue blood nfl teams um and you know and when you think back to the history of the nfl right um and then i think that it's monday night football at that stadium in los angeles And there's also the Justin Herbert factor. He's the best rookie last year. Uh, He broke all sorts of rookie records. I don't think the Chargers are like, you know, I don't think they're not on the marquee, if that's what you're suggesting.
2: No, but I would say this, George, with the way the Rams lost yesterday and the fact that the Chargers are, well, they're in L.A. I wouldn't call them at home tonight. But if the Chargers were to beat the Raiders, in front of predominantly Raider fans coming off a weekend where the Rams got stomped at home, these are the kinds of wins that the Chargers franchise desperately needs to increase their profile locally. Forget nationally for a quick second. I'm just talking about locally. Win tonight against the Raiders on Monday Night Football on a weekend where the Rams got stomped at home by by Arizona is a big moment. For the Chargers. And
0: I don't mean just the team. I mean the franchise. Big night. uh, Yeah, it is a big night. I picked them to win tonight. I got them minus the three. They're my number four in our power rank, uh, you know, power meter uh for our picks against the spread. I believe in the Chargers today.
2: Well, I uh you know where I stand as the carrying president of the Charger Hater Club. You know I'm rooting for John Gruden, yeah. Derek Carr, yeah. uh, Waller. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. rooting for Ruggs, uh, yeah. all these guys. I am yeah. rooting for the Raiders tonight.
0: Yeah, I got no horse in this race, okay? But I, I do, because I, I I think Justin Herbert is incredible. Uh, and I also think the Raiders deserve everybody's respect. I mean, whoever whoever comes out of this game, if the Raiders win, they now have a, you know, a nice, sizable lead early on in the AFC West race. Now, if the Chargers win... It, it, you know, then things are going to get, I think things are going to get really interesting moving forward because the Raiders are still going to be in the thick of it. The Chiefs finally looked okay this past week. And the Chargers and Raiders will be tied atop with the Chargers with the tiebreaker. So no matter what the result here, it's going to be fascinating to watch this division.
2: Yeah, and, and speaking of the division, you know, Denver, for everybody that talked about the Broncos lost, last week yes. as 3-0, and yeah. you know, they were 3-0 and against three teams that were, you ready for this, a combined 0-9. So when they finally faced a real team in Baltimore, they got crushed at home.
0: Now Denver's and Teddy and Bridgewater was also out of that game, which didn't help, didn't help them, right? Drew Ugry. Locke came fair in point. doing all the Drew Lock stuff, where he throws a bunch of picks and just doesn't play well. Like that's part of like the reason that Broncos work with Teddy Bridgewater is because he doesn't make mistakes.
2: All fair, but you realize when you are beating the Jaguars, the Jets, and the Giants, and those three teams sure are week schedule too, one hundred percent weak.
0: Yep. Yeah. We, we schedule to no doubt. Um, I want to ask you a question on the other side um, about the Raiders. Actually, let, let's do this. We have Million Dollar Mondays today, so make sure you tune in at 5.30 for your chance to win Rams tickets against Ram, Rams Lions on October 24th. Also, your chance to register to win a million dollars, like a real million dollars, like not 7 million other radio stations like us potentially giving you a million dollars. And all you have to do is predict the Super Bowl score and the two teams in it. So 530, make sure you're listening up for that. But I I do want to get more into the Raiders, but I also want to touch on the Lakers before we forget, because I know we're so football heavy. There, Anthony Davis said something yesterday in a game that should be meaningless that made me go, wow, the light bulb may be going off here. And I'll tell you what that is, Cap, on the other side.
2: Robert Half Research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too.